0: If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that, It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support. So you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. When you think of owning your intuitive abilities and your sensitivity, do you feel uncomfortable claiming it? Feeling awkward about claiming your abilities may indicate that you have an intuition block holding you back. Today, we're diving into intuition imposter syndrome and how to make sure you aren't diminishing your unique connection. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world your hosts certified psychic medium christina wooten and reiki master teacher robert wooten break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world hey there kindred spirits welcome to modern life and spirit podcast my name is christina wooten i'm a certified psychic medium And I'm here with Robert Wooten, Certified Reiki Master Teacher. Well, hello there. And we're going to be having a conversation today talking about one intuition block. And this intuition block, I feel, is really important for us to identify and get more specific on because it's one that I'd say maybe hides a little bit in the background. It's not readily as identifiable on the surface. So I want to make sure that we're illuminating this so that when you notice this within yourself, you can reorient and make sure that you're not reinforcing a really negative message to your intuitive self. If you notice that you are having trouble owning your intuitive abilities. Maybe you wonder if you're that intuitive, or if the energy was just right that day, or some outside force made it possible for you to get lucky, or you just guessed right. Maybe you've had these excuses for why you think you got it right that time. or Maybe you deflect your intuitive abilities. The source of that is what I'm calling intuition imposter syndrome, and it may come up particularly if you're in a transitional place. So you're still learning or you're feeling a little bit vulnerable and you aren't sure how to express that. At what point do you start weaving your intuition and claiming your intuitive abilities and bringing it into your life in a stronger way. So you may have all of these questions about how to identify yourself accurately in this in-between period. But something else can be happening here. And if you aren't careful, it can take root and really drag you down in your spiritual and intuitive growth. This intuition block can hide out and, like I said, be harder to immediately identify, but wreak havoc on your confidence levels. So especially when you're growing your intuition. So I want you to listen closely today and see what resonates for you so that you can see this when it pops up and go right after it. So you may be wondering, all right, Christina, what is intuition imposter syndrome? So let's break it down by talking about imposter syndrome to begin with. Imposter syndrome is a well-documented experience among high-achieving women, usually, that do not internalize and accept their own success and have a persistent self-doubt or fight feelings of being a fraud or feeling not good enough. So when they're receiving accolades or when somebody is recognizing their accomplishments, they feel very uncomfortable and feel like somehow they're taking advantage of other people or people shouldn't admire them in this way that really they haven't earned that respect. So there's a discomfort in allowing your accomplishments, and your work, and your worth to be truly honored.
1: And this is different than what you might consider humility. This has psychological implications of self-worth, not about being humble.
0: What's interesting about this is that it happens to people who are successful. So you'd be surprised that this is coming up for them secretly in their mind. It usually shows up for people who are a little bit perfectionistic, who are type A, who are more achievement or goal oriented to begin with. So it's interesting that there's this uh, perhaps a disconnect between the energy that they're putting out and the acknowledgement that, you know, you're allowing yourself to really receive. I've noticed from training people in developing their intuition that there's a certain percentage of people with an intuition block that comes from imposter syndrome. So instead of recognizing that, hey, their intuition was on point, they connected, they have some validation for their connection, which is really exciting. Instead, they chalk it up to, oh, it must have been the energy of the day, or it's because you were helping me, Christina, or sometimes, you know, the planets all align and some out of the ordinary thing happened. But we are all receiving intuitive messages all the time. And it strikes me that, that the moment that someone receives this validation, and they start to feel really uncomfortable and deflect it and invalidate themselves quickly, so that it all feels comfortable again. It's just the horrible irony of that. It's like when someone compliments you on your outfit, and you're immediately like, oh, I got it on sale, or this whole thing, like I've had this for 20 years. It's the same type of energy, but it's in a different package.
1: If you think about this in terms of an application to say to something more concrete, like if you were in math class and the teacher called you up front to solve a problem, and to you this problem this day seemed simple. You were on track with knowing and understanding where you were in math at that moment, Mm -hmm. at that point, and maybe some of the other people in the classroom were not. And yeah. so you go up in front of the class, you solve the problem, the teacher gives you a pat on the back and says, well done, you did great, you at least really seem to understand this. You probably would not deflect that praise. You would own it and say, yeah, I get this, this is easy, this is not so hard, I, of course I could figure this out. Why would you do that with other things? But wouldn't it be skills?
0: crazy to say something like, oh, I just had some really good chalk. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was the really good chalk, didn't it? You just
1: happened <laughs> to choose the numbers that I happened to know these <laughs> added into that amount. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. So, you know, if we can look at it from one angle and we become really aware of it, oh, I solved this problem because you gave me that good chalk today. Oh,
1: because you were standing right there and I could solve the problem <laughs> right. as long as you were standing right there.
0: Right. And so if we can look at it and laugh at that, if we can see it, once once we bring something out of that dark closet of the fear, the shame that comes up with that horrible feeling of, you know, the anxiety of, am I being fraudulent? So when we bring it out into the light, and we really examine it, it's so easily seen for what it truly is which is just manifestations of blockages, or what we're going to talk about in a little bit, like upper limiting, it shows us that there's places where we still need to expand and teach ourselves to really receive. And it's particularly insidious, if this is connected with comparing yourself with other people. You may think that some of the people you see on TV or in your social media feeds are gifted, for example. So psychic mediums that you see on TV, that an angel anointed them. But I can tell you that they had to put in a lot of work. They were born sensitive like everyone is. And they chose to become a professional and that takes a ton of work, let me tell you. So don't invalidate your journey or your potential by making assumptions about other people's experience that always makes, you know, not just them on a pedestal, but somehow you way down here, because that's just ego lie. So let's just take a minute here and let's talk about, I don't know, Tyler Henry, for example, I bet you that right before the cameras roll, that his heart is just beating out of his chest for a moment, even though he's great, even though it's going to be edited, right? So that would be normal for any person in that pressurized environment. But what if he allowed that feeling at the beginning to be his truth? I also think that this intuition block really stops you from taking it further and letting yourself reach new levels of growth, including putting yourself out there and letting yourself be vulnerable, which you need to do to learn, so that you can help other people ultimately with the messages that you receive and really help yourself. So let's talk about some of the causes of what's the underlying, the experience of intuition imposter syndrome is really an indication, it's a symptom in and of itself of something that's lying underneath. So the stuff that's happening underneath is what we need to talk about. Let's start with upper limiting. If you've been with this podcast for a while, you may have remembered that I've talked about the book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And if you haven't had a chance to pick it up, This is the year. Go ahead and grab it. It's one of those that should be on your spiritual reference bookshelf that you can just go to at any time. It's a really great reference book. And in Upper Limiting, the concept as an overall is that we have an underlying picture for ourselves that forms what we believe we deserve and what we believe we are worth, And so when things come into our life that are not congruent with that belief, we have an upper limit. So when we receive something that's grander, better, more amazing, then suddenly we manifest something to bring it back into our balance. So maybe you get a large windfall Or maybe manifest a great opportunity that you've been really looking forward to doing. And that same night when you're out to celebrate, you get in a fight with your spouse. Or something negative happens. Or somebody backs into your car. But it's like when there's a capacity limit for... How much amazingness we can accept and how much amazingness you will allow yourself to receive. And so the concept in The Big Leap is learning how to expand our limits so that you can continuously receive what you truly deserve, not what you think that you deserve or your ego thinks that you deserve. And one of the affirmations that is focused on in the book, which I'll give you now, I I use it's actually on my vision board as well. It says, I expand in abundance, success, and love every day as I inspire those around me to do the same. So let me say this again I expand in abundance, success, and love every day. As I inspire those around me to do the same. So if you're upper limiting with your intuition, if you feel like this ego part of you is still calling you to play small, that it feels uncomfortable with you. Taking on accolades, or you know, being recognized for your hard work, for your efforts, for your courage, and your desire to continue to learn, then you'll create negative experiences in other areas of your life too. In addition to saying, "Oh, this whole thing, that stroke of luck, that energy that just happened—I don't know how it
1: happened." I think it's important to recognize where this self-worth and upper limiting and what you deserve limitation comes from inside your own life. Where is it that this starts? Where does it begin? Where can you reach back and say, oh, well, my parents, for instance, may have always talked about things being too expensive and you couldn't buy things because they didn't have the money to buy it. And you begin to learn that there was this limit on what you could buy and you just held on to it. Or you've heard someone say, well, don't brag about Your achievements. Don't talk about yourself in a grand way. A person that's humble should not do that. And so you limit what you can say that you're capable of. And that digs deep into where you're willing to let yourself grow because you are stopping yourself. Because if you grow too much, then you're seen as putting something on or you're being too capricious, for instance, or arrogant. Right. And so I think it's important to ask yourself the question of why do you limit yourself from what you think you're worth or what you deserve because from a spiritual perspective you are worth everything and you deserve everything and you're capable of achieving everything and you have to just open yourself up to understand that and and don't put that cap on what you can receive or what you can do because you can do everything
0: all things are possible I agree with you. I think that we are innately worthy. We have access to all the resources because we're divine beings that the energy that flows through your body that flows through your consciousness is of its own essence divine. So that means we're connected to every resource in existence and we have the capacity to connect to manifest to bring things into form as creators in our life. There's no greater example of, you know, being a creator than humanity itself that's our medicine, is visionary creators. But what I would say is as children in part of the process that, you know, is our ego development There is a earning, an earning of love, an earning of affection, an earning of attention that happens that shapes part of our personality in human development. So if you look back and you trace the things that you're chasing in your life and the places where you feel tension, the places where you feel stress in your life, there's usually a connection between that and what you would have been either rewarded or punished for as a child where your ego itself initially forms. So we when we talk about inner child work, what we're really talking about is the ego. The ego itself in the human personality forms at a young age. So that is, you know, a big aspect of inner child work. So one big thing that you can do to get started really attacking the roots of intuition imposter syndrome is to practice receiving and validating your unique connection with spirit. One way to do this is to recognize and celebrate your wins every day. I have that on My Intuition Booster, which is the Daily Intuitive Booster. It's the planner that I use to just get people into tune with the universal flow and what they're doing every day. It's just a great way to raise your vibration and your frequency. I'm going to link that actually in the show notes. And wherever you're listening to this, you can check the description and there will be a link there for the Daily Intuitive Booster. In that, we talk about looking for your wins. And if you can self-acknowledge and self-validate your unique connection, practice receiving it without deflecting. This happened not because some magical force of energy and everything aligned, but because you were open to receive it, because you noticed that the energy was different. Because you were in tune enough with your body to notice the change in vibration around you in your environment and to start to respond to it. So consider how that fits for you on a daily basis. How can you validate your unique connection with spirit and add that into your wins every single day. And the more that you do that, the more you begin to look for ways to self-validate. And this is the cornerstone of trust. This is the cornerstone of being able to build confidence in your connection is to recognize that you are truly connected, and that you're participating as a (laughs) co-connector in the whole process. You're an important part of this wheel with intuition versus being victim to it or subject to it, that you are experiencing it and creating this uh, experience together. Another way to look at this and attack it from a different angle is to acknowledge some of your own unique personality traits that weigh into your drive for growing your intuition. So when we were talking about imposter syndrome, it happens only to people who are high achievers, people who are ironically very focused and the opposite of fraudulent. They're so caring and intentional and wanting to perform really well, that that they have such a high level of that, that they're afraid that maybe they won't meet this high level and this high standard. And ironically, of course, they are above and beyond delivering. And sometimes it comes from people think that if you're living in your natural gift, or you're doing something that, you know, is is easy for you, that you know, it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be really difficult. It's supposed to be challenging. And so you may think, oh, this this isn't so bad. This isn't so much of a struggle. Maybe I'm not doing it right. (laughs) Maybe something's wrong. So acknowledging what it is about your unique personality that drives you and validate that. So maybe you have a tenacity. Maybe you have a real desire to help other people. And that's what you need to validate. Maybe you have your whole life is centered around a desire to truly self realize and connect with the highest level of enlightenment possible. There are these branches and parts of you that are allowing you to continue to grow and develop. So validate yourself and acknowledge what it is that makes you different, that makes you so caring, that makes this important to you. And consider that a positive thing. Consider that a strength instead of a personal weakness. And the last thing before we go into final thoughts is stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing your insides to other people's outsides to the story that they're telling how it looks the assumptions that you're making about what their experience is what their internal struggle is what their their challenge happens to be you can't see that from the outside and you're only making assumptions around that so comparing yourself and essentially using someone or the story that you've created around someone to invalidate yourself is so painful and so incredibly unnecessary. So acknowledge that there's no competition for you being you, for your personal and unique connection with spirit and how that's going to manifest your perfect way of realizing that and your path to the highest level of service that you can give of your spirit in this lifetime is going to be completely unique than other people. So the more you compare yourself, the easier it is to to feel inauthentic because you're basing this on a lot of inauthentic and incorrect assumptions. So don't compare yourself. It's not anything that's actually happening. And it's just a symptom of you deflecting positive energy to yourself. So in final thoughts today, I want to say that, listen, everything you think isn't necessarily true. But if you keep thinking it over and over and over again, you are potentially creating a block for yourself. So realize that intuition imposter syndrome is an extension of not allowing yourself to receive and not feeling worthy. And you're probably seeing this same energy crop up in other ways of your life. So in abundance and finances and relationships. So start noticing when you're invalidating yourself and your work and your accomplishments, big and small. My dad worked at a church for years and years and years, so I grew up there like all the time. It was a lot. But there was one song that I'm sure that many of you will probably know that we sang a lot in Sunday school, and it was a favorite. Bet you sang it too. This Little Light of Mine. So this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And you deserve to shine. Part of you shining, your success story your growth is here to inspire other people. It's here to show others the miracles that happen when you trust and follow your goddess-given journey. So today, commit to stop feeding into the ego life, having to earn love or having to perform for worthiness and actively reject that state of consciousness. Challenge it within yourself and within your life and the ways that we've talked about today and really commit yourself to that process. If you want to download the daily intuitive booster that I talked about earlier in the episode to help you just target your wins, get you started talking to your spirit guides on a daily basis and focus on gratitude, I'll add it to the show notes and you can check the description wherever you're listening to this podcast today. Also, over the next couple of weeks, I'm doing a lot of Facebook lives and just sharing inspiration on social media about developing your intuition and your connection with your spirit guides, and loved ones on the other side. You can follow me on social media at Sedona Medium, or you can just get it delivered to your inbox with some more insights. And to do this, just connect with me at SedonaMedium.com forward slash mailing list. Until next week, many blessings.
1: The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness to read the full disclaimer see sedonamedium.com